money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's good. Did I I, say that? Have I been saying that on the show lately? I feel like I've forgotten to say that. Well, Well, I did today, though. You did today. So I'm ready to to talk money. I'm ready to talk money. So, and uh, I guess if you haven't been on the show before, you know that. Our, our style of podcast, if you will, is, is conversational. So are you ready to talk money, those of you who have joined <laughs> us? Because <laughs> I don't know if people really – well, lots of people hey, are talking about money these days. But it's is. not necessarily filled with hope and joy and, um, you know, powerful decision-making. And I just love what's happening out there mm-hmm. in the markets mm-hmm. and inf- inflation. I just love it. I love the gas prices. I don't hear that. Mm-hmm. Do you hear that? No, I don't hear that. <laughs> but what I do hear is people saying, you know, there are times where, you know, I've I pulled up, I'm sitting, I'm listening, or I'm I'm doing something in the background, and I find myself talking back to you guys, and, and I'm in my kitchen. So welcome if you're sitting in your kitchen, or if you're driving the car, and you're like, hey, I don't agree with that, Dave. You're, a, you're like, you know, that's we love the conversation. Of course, we love I, the feedback that you give us as we meet you on the street. I would love and to about, get more so, feedback. Yeah. So, but be nice, you know, when you give us feedback. Okay. I was just thinking though about gas prices. I did say to you, look. It's yes. a buck fifty, and then I laughed because <laughs> I'm like, I'm not that old, but I can remember when it was, was forty eight cents. Uh, I, yeah, well, you know, and I we thought know, that for, was going up. I right? thought sixty four so, cents yeah, was anyway. So. That <laughs> okay. Anyways, if you need welcome to, welcome to the show. Right. This is a show where Dave and Rab talk about the hard issues around money. This is uh, again, you've got just us in the in the studio. If you haven't heard the show today uh, before, uh, more than enough. Ca chri. Ca not mine. Ca those websites have a uh, the, the player right there. You can search, you can find topics, you can find guests, you can uh, just search some keywords and you can find a specific podcast. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, we're so happy that you've joined us if you're listening on a podcast because then you were on your podcasting platform and it's coming right into your device. So, And we're that. now in the middle of September and we, we're just spending a few weeks in this beginning of the school year, the fall or how some of us consider this the start of a year in some regards, just talking about what's happening out Mm -hmm. there. And we want to give you some encouragement and maybe take some joy with Mm -hmm. you, um, maybe to laugh. Isn't there a verse that we can laugh at at the adversity that I think there's a verse somewhere? I I should have looked that one up. I can think of a couple ones, but they're not scripture, so (laughs) we won't go there. (laughs) But I will say this, talking about feedback just for a second. So, I mean, Facebook, we've got a Facebook page, morethanenough.ca. You can certainly feedback on that. Of course, you can reach out directly to the office, calling, Mm -hmm. um, emailing. That's on the website. So go to the website and reach out to us directly there. Um, Or, you know, if, uh, and I don't say this too often, but if if you are listening on a podcasting platform, um, rate us, give us a review. um, You know, that's helpful for us in terms of sharing the message of hope and freedom in the area of finances with those that are looking for it. And yes. there's lots yeah. of people looking right now. Yes. So. And we want to bring some hope in yeah. the midst of, uh, but if you, I, 
there's a lot of housekeeping we're doing this morning. But this summer, mm-hmm. if you if you were on vacation and totally didn't listen to us, um, we did a couple shows with um, Dr. Rebecca Southerns on right. um, adaptability, adaptability and how in COVID we have a reduced ability to adapt to situations, which is a part of what we're experiencing now. As as expenses rise, we're very aware that we're like, not another thing. And then we just bury our heads and want to go sleep in our beds. And I, I tell you, I... I've had some rough mornings, mm-hmm. so I'm not. I'm I'll not- tell you, she's had some rough mornings. <laughs> oh, am I allowed to say that? Hey, <laughs> be nice. I will. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, so you know, our ability to adapt is just like we get to the pressure point, and we're mm-hmm. like, ah, uh, I, I do have a tip on that actually, but I don't know if I'm going to talk about that today, and it, it might come up yet. So mm-hmm. I'll keep you all in suspense. And and uh, you know, on that note, go back and listen to those shows. Um, this is a real thing, right? So we've just, you know, this is one of the things that 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 is is notable and measurable around the effects of COVID is is that uh, that ad- adaptability quotient, as 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 mm-hmm. we were talking about, um, it's reduced, and so you, even in your decision making, and there are some decisions in the area of finances that you're gonna, yeah, you have to make. The the market is is making those changes, things are more expensive. Uh, they're costing more. There's, you know, again, interest rate changes and stuff that that are happening, which directly impact us. They're going to happen to you whether you like it or not. And so our ability to adapt to a change that's actually pushed on us, that, that we don't have a choice on, is where there's a lot of difficulty. It, there's There's I'm done. I don't yeah. want to make that change. And and, yet- and if you find yourself in that space and um yeah, if you find yourself in that space it's okay. I mm. I, I guess yeah. that's what I want to tell you this morning. I'm not sure I can give you an answer for how you yourself can walk through that or out of it. Um I have I have my own tips and techniques right now that I'm trying to practice, but sometimes it even feels like it's not enough. Um but I enlighten. Can, can I give a little hint on that one? Okay, sure. So I think this is a practical, fun hint. Okay. Um, because one of the things I was thinking about adaptability was is um, go buy a kite, even one of those cheap, cheap, you know. <laughs> Says cheaper. the man who has a big kite and he yeah, likes yeah. to sail it on the water. This is this okay. is why it comes to me because <laughs> when you're flying a kite, like there's constantly things going on that are affecting the kite. And, you know, you're kind of handing onto the string. Now, the kite that I use for kite surfing has a little more control. I'll grant that. But you're always changing and adapting. And and so, and it's fun. With the wind. I find it fun. With the wind. changing and adapting. With the wind. With the wind. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so, maybe um, take go do something fun that will help you to go, oh, wait a minute. I do need to adapt. I do need to change. And it's not so such a fearful thing. It's not such Mm -hmm. a... Uh, a difficult thing in the sense of, but I do need to do it because if I don't, the kite takes a dive. That is a super amazing picture this morning, actually, of a But I want to say, go do it. Like, go do it, go, yeah. Go have go, some fun. Yeah, take don't your- get your kite caught in a tree or don't get your kite caught in the, <laughs> the electrical wires. That, you know, like, go find a safe place to do that. But and, and then, grab your kids, go fly a kite, and, and think what? about money. Well, and think about money. No, <laughs> and then no, I was going to say, ask the Lord how, as you do that, how to transition that kind of a thing you're learning as you 
fly the kite into your finances. So one of the things we want to encourage you with this morning is twofold. I want to encourage you with Matthew 6. Um, Last week, we talked about trusting God specifically. And of course, we were like um, sales pitching my book, which I still am sales pitching. But Mm -hmm. I, in one of the chapters, I have Matthew 6 written out. That's why I'm holding it up today in, in the studio and reading from here instead of my Bible or my notes. But this is the, this is the word. Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And of course, it it goes on. But I love that word. And you know, in in Luke, um, the version, I think it's in Luke. I read it the other day and I didn't include it in my book. And now I kind of like, oh, bummer. I should have included it. He, Jesus actually says there, Luke records Jesus saying, um, don't worry, little flock. Mm, mm. Don't worry, little flock. The father knows what you need and he's going to take care of all that you need. Just seek my kingdom first. You know, you're more valuable. So that is one encouragement we have in this season of increased anxiety over finances. And it's recorded with Manulife articles we've read, Financial Post. Canadians are 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 concerned about mm-hmm. their finances. And um, but God reminds us through Christ's words that He cares for us. And we may not see that. We may not even feel it today, but could I challenge each of us to take the truth of God's word and to eat it up and to ask God to show us how he cares for each of us with all of all of the things we're carrying, the burdens that we have right now, the, the hard things that we're seeing globally. He cares for us and we're valuable. And, and it says in his word, little flock, you know, that we're like a flock of sheep We're sheep. We're walking around and he's our good shepherd taking care of us. Psalm 23 says, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I think it's time that as believers, as followers of Jesus, we actually dig into these places that maybe we haven't believed him for, that we haven't believed he's our shepherd, that we haven't believed that, that we haven't believed that his provision is here for us, even though we may not see like, Lord, like I, my girlfriend called, no, I'm going to just tell the story. Yeah, I know, course, I know you have something to say, but I'm yes. rambling. There's a, my girlfriend, uh, their tree fell down. They live in the Toronto area and it's going to cost them $4,500 to take this tree down in there in the I'm suburb. I'm so tempted to drive over there. I know, I know. Yeah, I, anyway, oh, and I'm like, I said to my friend, God's provision is here. We just have to ask Lord, how, how do you want to answer this? You say you provide. So how are you providing for this? Is it extra shifts in her teaching job? Uh, her, so she supply teaches. Is it like, I don't know, but this is what we're asking for together. Lord, show us how you're providing for this because your word says you do provide. And this is a need because that tree could fall and crush the house. So we know that you don't want that to happen and you love us and we're valuable. If you know the birds in the air and the tree, the birds in that tree, then you know 
that that tree needs to be taken care of. So how, what, how is the provision there? So that's how we're praying. Lord, help us see how you're providing for this. I'm kind of changing how I pray about things lately. Like, Lord, your provision is here. The manna is here. The five loaves and two fish that feed um, 5,000 men and women are here. So how, what am I not seeing? Show me how to see this. What should, is there something I should do? So that's just a thought that I'm throwing out there. You know, you know I mean, we, we've done this <laughs> podcast a number of times around the feeding of the 5,000 because it's I one know, of my favorites. favorites. <laughs> like, but, but, but in a lot of ways, it, it dovetails into your book and about trusting the Lord. And, and do we really believe? And I love that passage so much because it is Jesus teaching his disciples the kingdom of God coming in in this practical way. I mean, Jesus sets that whole thing up, and we're not going to go into that today in terms of of how he does that. But I love it. Go back and read it, and pay attention to what Jesus is doing here. He is, you know, he is pushing the boundaries of the the faith and the the perspective of his disciples to show them the kingdom of God at work in the practical way. These people are hungry. They've been following me for three days, and they need to eat. Disciples, you go figure it out, right? Like, that's what Jesus says, and they're like, uh, right? Anyway, so I won't even, I'm going to get going there, but we won't want to go there. But I, I love that, that we can say, all right, Lord, Psalm 23, you prepare a banqueting table yeah. in the presence of, of my, my enemies. enemies. What does that mean? Like, so how we does can, that Yeah, play so out, we can right? invite everybody to the table. The provision's not just for us, but it's for everyone. It is God yeah. that's doing that. And, and again, for those of you who have more than enough, and I'm going to say this because God, you know, there are times where we see the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000, mm -hmm. and it, it's like magic. It's like, like, how did that happen? And then there are times where God says to the person who has more than enough, well, I want you to go pay off mm -hmm. that person's debt. I want you to go release them from the bondage. I want you to go um, supply food for a year for a family next door because you know they don't have the money and you have more than enough. And he uses us and we get to participate with the God of the universe in distributing his resources around I know we're actually considering there's somebody that we've heard of that um, can't go to work because they don't have a vehicle. And I'm just, I'm mulling it over. It's on my mind today. Mm -hmm. How can we get them a vehicle so they can work? Because they're completely willing to work. So they're how do we get healthy? They, they're, yeah. they're, they're able to work. They, and, and the and reality I, is, is they live in a place where they can't, can't work. work right. They, they can't, can't get, afford to right. live in a place where they're close to work. It, anyway, it's a whole mixed up story, but. I'm I'm still I'm rumbling through and thinking through how do we get them a vehicle because they're willing and able. So anyway, well, and I, we'll and keep I'm you thinking, posted. How do we get them transportation? You know those little tuk tucks. You know those little things. I think we should institute those here in North what, America. You mean those the little, ones in Haiti? You know, little tuk tuk those things. Little bus bike, on a bike. bike and, you know. Anyways, <laughs> in rural Eastern Ontario. Anyway, okay, we're totally sidetracked, but we just wanted to encourage you. You are more valuable. God has provision for us. What if we started as His believers? Believers just started saying, Lord, provision is here. How are you? How are you doing this? You know, some of you have paychecks, some of you have big debt. You know, is it time for you to really get aware? Last week we talked about awareness, 
get aware, create a spending plan. It's so essential in this time. Mm-hmm. We keep saying the same things. We're not too tired of saying the same things, I, although we do get tired. But David and I are in the midst of processing with our kids. Oh, man, expenses have gone through the roof. We've dipped into our emergency cushions. We need a time to rebuild. How do we do that when all of our expenses have increased? So we're processing the same things you are. We're continuing continuing this dialogue. But one thing I also wanted to encourage you with today, you know, I went to the scripture because I kept hearing it in my mind, Matthew 5, you know, he says, don't make promises, don't swear by heaven or earth, don't... um don't promise by heaven as the place where God is. Don't promise by earth. It's where he rests his feet. This is Matthew 5, verses 33 and on. Um, don't promise by your head, um, you know, by the hairs on your head. You are not able to make your hair black or white, but let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything more than that is from the enemy. So I know this sounds really funny, but I wanted to say to you, let your yes be yes. Say yes to what you're going to say yes to. But say no to what you're going to say no to. I know this is totally out of context of these verses, but I know you think they fit because I want to tell you it's good to say no. And in light of our finances, if you're going to say yes to something in this season in particular, I would say you're going to have to say no to something financially unless you're absolutely right. If people are struggling. And as you come, become aware, as you create your spending plan, you're looking at your spending plan and you think, I'm short a thousand dollars a month. Or, you know, mm-hmm. you may not be, but that might mean that you're going to have to say no to yourself, your kids, and it's good and it's okay. Well, and, and it might mean that yeah, you have to say yes to another opportunity. Again, right. you might say, well, now that I know there's a thousand dollar difference, then I have to, you know, maybe there is an opportunity of making more income that I right. just simply, I didn't want to do it. Oh, that means that I have to work another 10 hours a week or I have to take that extra shift. And and again, these are some of the practical things uh, that in not just in this season, but become very highlighted in the season of change and the season of, of uh, where we see... Uh, you know the the inflation, the the cost of goods, the the expectations that we have been living in are changing, and and, and you know again uh, we have expectations that hey I can go you know do a renovation, plan it out, and and you know I'll get it done in a month or two. Well, you know every contractor I talk to says yeah maybe a year from now when I'm so backed up. So we're changing our expectation and going mm-hmm. oh okay well then I have to change that. And and some of that is exactly we hate change. As I know we hate change, and and this is what you're saying is is I've said yes to stuff before, right? And so why can't I say yes to it now? Well, guess what? Because the, the economic environment is changing for you, and maybe it's not for some of you. Some of you might be like, ah, I'm just making more money, putting savings away. You know, we think it's a great thing, and I've read some financial. Um, educators uh, as of late that have said it's a really good thing that when when these things are happening Canadians are getting more aware mm-hmm. of their financial story and you told the great analogy last week you know we've been driving on a six lane highway with nobody around financially and we've just been going the interest rates have been so low you know it, 
we've barely felt it maybe in our cash flow every month, but now we're feeling it. Now we're driving in a mountain with guardrails. And that's not such a bad thing um, be, to become aware of. But we want to encourage you that if you have to say no, and I'm thinking of our kids because I have an 11-year-old that hates no. She really doesn't like no, not today. No, we're not. She, she has a million ideas and she's brilliantly um, creative and like loves life to the point where she wants to experience everything. Yeah. Yeah, A little, okay. (laughs) A little bit like me. So, okay. We butt heads a little bit, but we're, we're, we, we are learning to talk through all these things, but saying no is hard to her sometimes because she's disappointed and we get disappointed with the no's. We, you know, we've wanted to, to have our cake and eat it too. As the old saying goes, we want to go on the trip and still buy the car. There's, there's, our son is working for, uh, uh, as a Mason out in our area where we live and, um, they've been working on a house and this, uh, family was doing a renovation was going to start their renovation and and yet they had a leak in the basement so the the mason company comes in justice is digging for a couple days very dirty job um and they get to the one um west wall and they realize that it's collapsing Mm. So guess what happened? Well, all of the money that they had s- had for renovations is now going in to fix the foundation. And there's something significant in that story to me spiritually and even how we're handling money. There are foundational things in your spending plan that need to be covered and taken care of. You need to pay your mortgage. You need to buy groceries and and get to work and take care of your family, whatever that might look like. And it may mean saying no in this season to like in COVID, we had to say no to a trip to Arizona that we were planning. Well, we we had to. We had to we because, did, because we did. We couldn't go. No, right? and, and I mean, again, that's forced on you. Those yeah. those no's are easy. Uh, right. No, yeah. you can't go. No, it you can't go. But now, but it's the ones. And and this is you know talking about this. It's it's the ones that say, oh, that expense over here, like the foundation, is now going to cost me more. But I still had the renovation book, so now I'm trying to do both. Right. And this is, we do this in small ways all the time right. with our finances. You know, this little emergency happens on this hand. I needed, uh, you know, an extra $100 repair on the car that we weren't expecting. But, oh, we can handle $100. But now I have to go shopping for kids stuff for school. And I, do I reduce my school shopping by 100 bucks because I spent 100 bucks on the car that needed to be? But do I adjust on the purchasing stuff for the, the the school, which again, is a competing need. I mean, again, our kids are going to school, yay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and they do need some, some uh, you know, whether it's a backpack or, or shoes or the, there's some stuff that, the, and you're going, oh, well, how do I adjust our I spending know. to do that? Because I can't do both anymore. No. And, and that's where a lot of us are are going. And and some of us even, you know, are looking at it in fear of saying, well, I still, I got to be saving more. I got to be saving more. And so there, there, again, there's this tension that's going on. And well, if, if I spend it now, I won't have it in the future. 
So what do I do? How do I do that? Right. And, but I think it's changing and, and then having, I guess that's what I want to encourage about the mindset, because for this family, that foundation mm. is super important. The foundation of our finances are so important and there will be time, hopefully for their family to save up again. Um, maybe they'll, I, I don't even know this family, but if we can understand that our foundation is important, it mm. is good. It is good to say yes to those things, to fix what needs fixing, to pay the bills that need to be paid, to pay down our debt. It is good. And it is good to say no to, even though it's hard, it is good to say no because we are working on foundational things. So what if in this season, in the midst of all these increased things, we say, you know what? It is good that we're focusing on the foundation. It is good that we're really recognizing what does our house cost us? It is good that we're recognizing, even though like I, you and I are the same, like I got to go you know, we, we go school shopping for Serena or she, she's growing like a weed. So we need, you know, and she wants certain things. And how do you navigate the no when other voices are saying, Don't worry, I'll, I'll help keep you accountable. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, I'm even <laughs> dreading that. Anyway, see, I even dread it. Oh, Dave's helping me keep accountable. My coach. Thank you, dear. Um, but, but I'm reminded as well. And, 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 you know, Here's the, the caution and the encouragement uh, of Proverbs 22, where it says, you know, the fool sees that and keeps going and suffers for it. I mean, right. that's just the Lord saying, listen, this is what's going to happen. It, you know, you see something, you don't change, you're going to suffer. Where the wise man makes the change and is blessed, right? right. And, and so, you know, I, again, this is not a, a command. This is an observation that the the writer of the proverbs is making when he says you know hey um you know we see this all the time and we can apply this to this situation right now the foundation needs to be fixed well again the fool says i'm going to do both and keeps going with the plans on the renovation and and there's going to be pain there like something's got to give yeah the wise man says well listen it's more important to fix the foundation we're going to do that and that may mean we're delaying our our renovation that we had planned, what does that look like? Is well, it going to be next year? Is it going to be, you know, let's figure that out. And and again, reminded of the other verse that is in Luke that says, and a wise man counts the cost. If he's going to build a tower, then he makes sure that he has enough money. If the king is going out to war, he makes sure that he has enough warriors, right? Yeah. And the key here is, is that sometimes our plans, we look at it, we go, yeah, we had enough warriors and then everybody got sick and now I don't. Well, I have to change my plan midstream, right? So, you know. There is so much <laughs> to this. I know. We're going to keep dialoguing this month about some of these things, you know. So say your yes, but say your no. You have to consider that maybe your yeses can't just all be yeses, that there's some good no's to say along side the good yes and it's good and god's gonna is with you in it and um he'll help you navigate as he does with me uh, my daughter's expectations <laughs> and my own because i want the goods i want my cake and eat it too and, so. and i guess you know just using that car metaphor recognize that you know the guardrails are a little closer but you can still enjoy the ride you can still mm -hmm. enjoy the scenery you can still you know that's an attitude you know, I am in an environment where it's really tight and it's really close, 
But praise the Lord, we have enough to take care of the foundational stuff. And so, Lord, we do just give you glory. We thank you that you provide for us in ways and in places that uh, that we haven't even got figured out yet. But you also plant in us the hope of our salvation. You plant in us Christ who ha- gives us all things. Uh, and so we, we just thank you for that, Lord. And we thank you that that plays out both uh, emotionally mentally, Mm -hmm. spiritually, financially, and and that we can trust you with those things in Christ's name. Well, let's join us again when we talk money next week. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.